1: This morning, our
2: golden girl.
3: On your feet, Australia, I think we've just seen an Olympic champion.
2: Mogul skier Jakara Anthony stuns at the Winter Olympics. Bob Carr's sensational tweet. The former premier points the finger at Peter Dutton over the texting scandal. Borders to reopen within weeks. When will international tourists be allowed back in? Cleo Smith's parents share their anguish. New details on her abduction. And the Queen marks 70 years on the throne.
0: This is 7 News
4: with Jodie Spears.
2: Good morning. Australia has a new Winter Olympic champion, mogul skier Jakara Anthony, breaking a 12-year drought to win gold. Storming home in her final run to claim the title, she described the achievement as mind-blowing.
3: On top of the run at the Genting snowpark, the eyes of Australia were on Jakara Anthony. Leading the moguls leadboard the entire competition, her shot at gold came down to one final run. Through nerves and gritted teeth, the Aussie team and her family back home could barely watch as the 23-year-old wrote her name in Australian and Olympic history. Backflip, new grab, absolutely nailed it! On your feet, Australia, I think we've just seen an Olympic champion! A score of 83.09 for Jakara, now Australia's newest Olympic champion. She's been on top all the way through and she stays on top. She's on top of the world.
0: She's reached the pinnacle.
2: Doesn't nearly every kid dream of it? Like, forever ago, it's been a dream of mine my whole life and to actually achieve it is, like, it's incredible.
3: From her teammates in the village... To the Anthe family watching from Geelong, it's party time.
2: Well, I would really like to be there
4: cuddling both of them. <laughs> Total relief, proud, should be proud of what they've achieved and worked so, so hard.
3: Only Australia's sixth ever winter gold and the first woman to do it in Moguls, a 12 year drought now over. The medal a win for the entire country.
5: These medals are not easy to win, um, they're easy to lose, I can't think of a better way to spend my day.
3: (laughs) A lifelong dream for Tess Cody realised bronze in the women's slope style on her Olympic debut. The first ever time Australia's taken home two medals on a single day.
2: I feel like anything in life, when you have to work for it hard enough, it just makes it so much sweeter when you finally get the rewards.
3: Good things come to those who wait. After seven straight losses, our first ever curling team finished the games with back-to-back wins over Switzerland and Canada.
5: We're just going to knuckle down as soon as we get home, and we're not going to stop until we're here
2: again in the next four years.
3: James Manton, 7 News.
2: Former New South Wales Premier Bob Carr has added fuel to the fire, weighing in on the texting scandal engulfing the federal government. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra now. Good morning, Taylor. He's accused Peter Dutton of leaking texts.
4: Yeah, that's right, Jodie. Good morning. Another explosive development in this text message scandal that continues to plague Scott Morrison. Former New South Wales Premier Bob Carr took to Twitter last night to insist he knew who was behind a leaked text message that called the Prime Minister a complete psycho tweeting the minister who shared the text and gave permission to use it was Peter Dutton, adding the prospect of a leadership challenge before the election was real. But Defence Minister Peter Dutton fired back, saying it was baseless, untrue and should be deleted. It's another blow for the government after Barnaby Joyce offered his resignation as Deputy Prime Minister after a further damaging text message calling Scott Morrison a liar were leaked, sent during his time as a... A backbencher. It comes as the government prepares for the first sitting fortnight of the year, which does kick off tomorrow. It was meant to be a time to pass critical legislation for the government before the election but really it's just likely to be more chaos. Jody.
2: Okay, Taylor, thank you. Australia is poised to welcome back international tourists and a definitive reopening date could be announced within hours. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has flagged discussions on reopening our international border as top of the agenda. The government's National Security Committee will hear the latest health advice today. It's thought the first foreign holidaymakers in two years could arrive in Australia by the end of the month. The slow take-up of booster shots in New South Wales has prompted a new ad campaign urging people to get the third jab. The triple vaccination rate has stalled, sitting at just 43%.
0: A COVID-19 booster. Have you had yours? It won't just reduce your risk of serious illness, it'll help protect everyone you love.
2: And from today, parents of New South Wales school children will be able to access an extra $250 worth of vouchers to spend on entertainment or accommodation. School students in Queensland will return to the classroom today after their summer break was extended due to the spread of Omicron. Masks are mandatory for teachers and high school students, but those in years three and up are encouraged to wear them all the same. Unlike students in New South Wales and Victoria, Queensland kids will not be subjected to regular COVID testing. Rapid antigen tests have been provided free for students and staff who develop symptoms on site. Elective surgeries are resuming in Victoria today. Private hospitals and day surgery clinics can begin operating at 50% capacity. Surgeries were cancelled in early January as the Victorian health system grappled with the Omicron wave. Health Minister Martin Foley says capacity could be increased further next week if COVID case numbers continue to trend down. New South Wales firefighters have flown out of Sydney to help contain two raging bushfires in WA's southwest. A man has been taken to hospital with serious burns, and several homes and businesses have been destroyed, though at this stage it's unclear just how many. Some residents were told it's too late to leave as the flames bore down. More than 4,700 hectares of bushland has been torched. Cleo Smith's parents say the four-year-old has been having nightmares since she was snatched from her tent in WA and held captive for 18 days. Ellie and Jake also detailed in a 60 Minutes interview the explanation Cleo's kidnapper gave for
4: what had happened to her. She tells us that she was taken because her baby sister was sick. Yeah. And so she needed to be taken away from us so then we could help her baby sister. We're going to eventually have to find out everything that's happened and we're going to have to carry that as well.
2: They revealed a footprint inside their tent, along with DNA, helped lead police to her abductor. Queen Elizabeth has spent the day reviewing plans for her platinum jubilee celebrations as she marks 70 years on the throne. Britain's longest reigning monarch received more messages of congratulations during a meeting with her private secretary in Sandringham.
6: I see
2: they've all signed it. see, mum, some extremely nice comments, including one from President Biden. Oh, that's very kind, isn't it? This weekend's low-key jubilee events are a prelude to the main celebrations which will be held in June. Meantime, Prince Charles has paid tribute to the Queen for the remarkable achievement of her historic reign. A young woman is badly injured after she was mauled by a shark off WA. She was in a blow-up pool ring 150 metres out from the shore at Wiley Bay near Esperance when the four-metre great white dragged her under. Witnesses say she'd made it back onto the sand alone, lifeguards using newly installed marine trauma kits to dress her wounds. She remains in hospital. The road to recovery in South Australia's flooded far north has shifted up a gear now that the Stuart Highway has reopened to heavy vehicles. Almost 40 truckers made the trip, driving in the centre of the road under the watchful eye of police. Most were carrying precious cargo, food, water, and supplies destined for flood affected areas. The trip itself, a crawl at 20 kilometres an hour. Sydney commuters are facing more uncertainty with train drivers launching two weeks of industrial action. The Transport Minister will sit down with union members today to discuss a pay
3: deal. I don't think uh, disenfranchising the public, I don't think that uh, inconveniencing commuters is the way to go.
2: Transport officials are warning of disruption right across the rail network, but there's some good news. The Inner West light rail is back up and running after cracks were found in carriages. Motor neurone disease can leave sufferers trapped in their own bodies, but new technology is offering some the chance to regain independence. One man in Victoria is using his mind to operate a keyboard, posting his first tweet in honour of his beloved Brisbane Lions.
6: Life took an unexpected turn for Phil O'Keefe when he was diagnosed with motor neuron disease almost seven years ago. I can't lift my arms more than my elbows and my grip in both hands is pretty non-existent. But now, through groundbreaking technology, the 61-year-old has reclaimed some independence, using a computer again and even typing, all without moving, his first tweet backing his beloved Brisbane Lions.
2: It's almost difficult to comprehend that you can look at a screen and think about a body movement. And something happens.
6: A device is implanted into the brain near the motor cortex via the jugular vein. An external unit then connects to a computer that senses any fluctuation in brain movement.
3: What the computer just realizes is that okay, there's an action, I'm going to use that action to do a click.
2: In my case, I can um, think about tapping my left foot, it will capture that impulse and deliver a
6: left mouth click. The technology is only in its infancy. If all goes to plan, Synchron is hoping to commercialise it by 2026. This week, the Lions presented Phil with his very own jumper, inspiring him to keep up the fight.
2: I'm still very keen to live a bit longer yet.
6: Alexandra Cullen, 7 News.
2: The Australian Border Force is looking for families to raise their detection dog puppies until they're ready for the front line. Their work is as important as ever as international borders begin to reopen.
5: We know that a lot more cargo has been coming in over the last uh, two years. So that means that there is opportunity for people to try and smuggle goods in.
2: For now, the pups are in need of temporary homes until they're about a year old. If you're interested, you can apply online. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones ended the session down 22 points. The Nasdaq up more than 200. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at U.S. dollars an ounce. Oil is US$91 a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 70.72 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and US$1.06 New Zealand. New US military and intelligence assessments claim Russia could seize Kiev within days and up to 50,000 civilians could be killed or wounded. It's the bleakest assessment yet of the deteriorating security situation in Ukraine, which has more than 100,000 Russian troops stationed on its border. A senior Russian diplomat has dismissed the updated assessments as alarmist, saying they are as unlikely as an attack by the US on London. A dilapidated highway bridge in Germany has been destroyed in a spectacular controlled demolition. The 50-year-old bridge stood 70 metres high. It was brought down using 120 kilograms of explosives. A shocking video has captured the moment a police officer in the US rescued a child from the path of an oncoming car. The female officer was working as a school crossing guard and was struck by the car, pushing the student out of harm's way. She was taken to hospital with minor injuries and soon released. The driver was charged with multiple offences. U.S. podcaster Joe Rogan has offered his sincere and humble apologies after video emerged of him repeatedly using a racial slur on his hit show. Let's go live now to U.S. Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Los Angeles. Good morning, Ash. More bad publicity for Rogan and for Spotify.
5: Good morning, Jody. Yes, Joe Rogan has issued a lengthy apology over the weekend after a video emerged, a compilation of him using the N-word more than a dozen times in various uh, podcasts. He said that this is the most regretful and shameful thing he's ever had to address publicly uh, and said that any time someone has to uh, explain that they're not racist, they have clearly messed up, though he used far more colourful language.
3: Back I wish I could, obviously that's not possible. I do hope that, if anything, that this can be a teachable moment. It's a idiotic thing to say, and I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist.
5: Rogan and Spotify are under pressure. Spotify is uh, the platform that exclusively uh, hosts his podcasts, and they have removed 70 episodes from him uh, or from the platform over the weekend. Under pressure too over some anti-vaccine rhetoric in some of those uh, podcasts. It's prompted a handful of artists to pull their music off Spotify in protest. Uh, He is still, however, incredibly popular uh, with 11 more than 11 million views uh, per episode despite calls uh, for him to be removed from Spotify over this latest issue. Jody,
1: Okay, Ash Mulaney, thank you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50
2: To sport now, and Australia's 12-year gold drought has been broken at the Beijing Winter Olympics. After leading the entire competition, 23-year-old Jakara Anthony took out the gold medal in the women's mogul skiing.
3: Backflip, new grab, absolutely nailed it. On your feet, Australia! I think we've just
4: seen an Olympic champion.
2: Doesn't nearly every kid dream of it? Like, it's, I forever, ago. it's been a dream of mine my whole life, and. Uh, actually achieve it is like it's incredible. Earlier Tess Cody won women's slope style bronze on her Olympic debut the first time Australia has won two medals in one day. Justin Langer has revealed why he quit as coach of the Australian cricket team. In his resignation letter the cricket great wrote that a perceived lack of support from some senior players was part of the reason he went.
0: Justin Lange had a fairy tale farewell to test cricket as a player, a 5-0 whitewash of England in 2007.
6: Went at 5-0 here with my teammates like that. It's just, you know, cannot get any better than that.
0: It's a stark contrast to how he was forced to bow out 15 years later when he was coaching Australia. Can't wait, mate. Can't wait to go. I have been home since September. And now his final words to his employer, Cricket Australia, can be revealed. I am happy with my decision and proud of what I have achieved. After being offered just a six-month contract extension, Langer wrote to Chief Executive Nick Hockley and said, I believe it is in everyone's best interest for the Australian cricket team to begin the next chapter immediately. If media reports are correct, several senior players and a couple of support staff don't support me moving forward. And it is now apparent the Cricket Australia board and you, Nick, are also keen to see the team move in another direction. I respect that decision. Langer also addressed his coaching style. My life has been built on values of honesty, respect, trust, truth and performance. And if that comes across as too intense at times, I apologise. I wish the team every success for the future. The emotion is still raw following his messy exit. Adam Gilchrist, one of cricket's most respected men, posting still can't get over what a pathetic day for Australian cricket yesterday was. Former brilliant West Aussie quick Mitchell Johnson, labelling current Aussie skipper Pat Cummins' recent interviews where he refused to endorse Langer as gutless and the push for Langer to defect and coach arch-enemy England He's gaining
3: momentum. One thing he knows is the weaknesses of the England side. He's just played against them. Langer would push some questions in that dressing room. He would ask some questions. He would push them a little bit.
2: Taking a look at the weather now, a possible shower in Brisbane, heading for a top of 28 degrees. A shower or two in Sydney, 25 the top. Partly cloudy, 22 in Canberra. Mostly sunny in Melbourne, heading for 29. Hobart, sunny and 23 degrees. Partly cloudy, 33 in Adelaide. Partly cloudy, 24 degrees the top in Perth. And showers and 31 in Darwin. And that's seven early news for this Monday, the 7th of February.